listening to WORT 89.9 FM, Madison. WORT is hiring a journalist to produce our local evening news. You'll be in charge of our hour-long newscast, which airs Monday through Thursday at 6 p.m. You'll cover a wide range of breaking local, regional, and state news, and also help produce features which range from local history to arts and culture. This position is also responsible for managing some of our social media. Candidates should have some experience as a working journalist. They should be fair, curious, and have an eye for details. They should also be able to meet hard deadlines daily. Applications are now accepted through Wednesday, March 25th. For questions or more information, contact News and Talk Director Shally Pittman. Call 608-321-9586 or email shally at wardfm.org. That's C-H-A-L-I at W-O-R-T-F-M dot O-R-G. More information is available online at wardfm.org forward slash jobs. W-O-R-T is an equal opportunity employer. You are listening to the Access Hour here on W-O-R-T. The Access Hour is WRT's commitment to community access to the airwaves. For this hour, we have turned the airwaves over to a member of the public. The views expressed on the Access Hour do not represent the views of the station, its staff, programmers, or the board of directors.
We've been listening to Sleepwalking by Thistle Pedersen. Welcome, everyone, to Access Hour on WORT. I'm Lucy Kilpatrick, and I'm a longtime Madison resident. I'm also a friend of my guest, Thistle. Welcome, Thistle. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Thank you. The song that we just heard is one of the original organic poetic songs that you wrote when you were on a bicycle music tour on the West Coast some years ago. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's that's right. I was uh, going down the West Coast on my bicycle with another singer-songwriter on what we called the Gas Fast Tour. We played 16 shows, um, and it was a fantastic experience. And that song comes from an encounter that I had on the tour. And there's beach imagery, which it, it, it kind of knocked me down this encounter. And so it's a very, and the, the song itself is um, reflecting on a dream I had of this giant bird coming out of the sky and knocking me down. Because um, the tour was two months long, and we were encountering strangers and just people all the time. And um but yet there's also this romantic undertone to that song. We're going to look forward to hearing more about your songwriting process as we're into the show. What would you like to play now? Well, um, I'm going to play a song that is a tribute. And even though it was written in the spring and in the song, there is reference to the lilacs being in full bloom. It takes place in Tenney Park. Uh, and my songwriting, getting on that topic a little bit, often will paint a picture of my immediate surroundings, but the immediate surroundings are on a bicycle tour or out in nature, and um, they have layers of meaning. So it's not just a picture of what you're seeing immediately in front of you in the song, but then there's like a cosmic nature, and then there's also a rooted in earth nature, and this song, Oh Anna, is definitely like that. Um, and like I was saying, even though it was written in the spring, it's about death. And um, it's a tribute. So I will just get my guitar and play that. A droplet of dew I'm a flower right next to you Stretched out on my mat Reciting haiku This moment captured with you And the stars above Hidden in the blue And me right here next to you What a beautiful tribute. Wow. I can also see what you're talking about when you say that it's both earthly and otherworldly. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So what's the next piece we're going to listen to? 
Well, keeping on that bike ride theme, because a lot of my songwriting is based on going on long distance more than hundreds of miles, actually thousands of miles bike camping and playing music as I go. I did this wild and crazy tour in the summer of 2006 called The Cycles of Uprising with five other performance artists. And we went right after Hurricane Katrina had hit New Orleans. And we went from St. We went from St. Louis, Missouri to New Orleans on a six week bicycle performance music tour. And we camped wherever along the sides of the road. And there was lots of roadkill that we saw. And um, this is like me imagining what the animals say, like their scream as they get killed. And then us sleeping on the side of the road next to that. And us being bicycle, I don't know what you would call us, but um, (laughs) wanting to go down to New Orleans to help the people after Hurricane Katrina had hit. Um, So there's just a lot in this song. It was around Halloween time that I wrote it. And there's a scene around the campfire as we camp in a swamp. Um, But then there's also a reference to where we stayed and um, some puppies that were in trouble due to a negligent housemate and the sounds of the puppies crying and Anyway, it's called Animal Dreams. Real life is better than fiction Two little girls Tell me what's on their mind Our daddy says we have to wait Then mama's voice calls Come and look at the puppies And they are crying They're making a lot of noise And I am aware of my own voice Amidst animals dying Kids waiting for Halloween It all adds up To one big scream One big scream You've got my sister's face This must be the place then To unfold the paper dolls of our minds She was singing, but she didn't make her own noise. And I am aware of my grandma's voice amidst animals dying and kids waiting for Halloween. It all adds up to one big scream. Till they bury us 
or we bury each other in the ground in the And I think, I think we're hearing a cello in there. Is that right? Yeah, that's actually the same cellist who played the on the song Sleepwalking that we began the show with. His name is Steve Pingree, and that's a Madison story. He was a union ca- cab driver, and also he was a mail carrier here in Madison. And he tragically died in his early 40s of some kind of cancer, but um, a lot of musicians in Madison and just Union Cab drivers remember Steve Pingree, so that's something special about that recording. Oh, wow, I'm glad you can mention his name. So what do we have next? Well, um, going along with the bike ride theme, I have a song called Breakthrough, and it's about making the decision to leave my car and my house that I was renting behind and a lot of my worldly possessions in garage sales uh, to ride my bicycle full time and play music as as my means of of living. And it got really lonely out there. And there were many times I mean, we would stay in people's homes and I'd play in their living rooms at potlucks and stuff. But a lot of times we were camping just wherever we could find a campsite and it would be dark and cold and rainy. And so this song is called Breakthrough, and it's about that period of my life in 2003 when I was just taking off on my bicycle and going on bike tours to fight car culture and the oil and gas industry on an individual level. And yeah, enjoy it. can't help but smile. It makes me think of some of the songs from the 60s or the 70s, almost like we should be wearing our our white go-go boots, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Pedal coast from, wait, pedal coast to coast. I love that. Like leaving my life behind and that's what I decided to do. And it was just this very upbeat thing. And I felt like the 60s go-go style would go well with that, (laughs) with that message. So. Okay. 
Let's go in another direction. I know that you are friends with Mary Jo Walters, somebody who ran for governor a few years back. Is that right? Yeah, she did. She actually ran for lieutenant governor first, and she got on the ballot, and I believe it was as a Democrat, although Mary Jo Walters, I am here to say, is not a Democrat and not a Republican. And I mean, she watches the politicians and she I mean, like a dog, like she's like a watchdog, uh, especially of local politicians. It's really great to hear her talk. She has a lot of knowledge, but she herself is not really a politician. So it was kind of interesting. She ran for lieutenant governor um, and got a lot of the votes in, I guess, 2012. That was. And then by in I don't know if she ran for senator and then for governor. But she ran as a write-in for governor in 2014, and I was her campaign manager. And this song um, I wrote as part of our campaign to elect her as governor of Wisconsin. The state of Wisconsin is in dire need of power at the local level. Corporate parties and corporate greed won't get us what we need. We need air to breathe, water to drink, and the sweet blue skies. Don't believe them, don't believe them, don't believe their lies. I know what I'm gonna do, right in Mary Jo, you too. I know what we gotta do, right in Mary Jo Walter. Governor, we got people working low, minimum wage jobs, and prisoners working for nothing. We got frack sands mining, and cities full of cars. Still, the politicians are bluffing, saying the problems are small, we'll overcome them all. Technology will save us from disaster. But come on, America, come on, Wisconsin. Nature is moving even faster. I know what I'm gonna do. You too. I know what we gotta do. Right in Mary Jo Walters for governor. The solution's not easy. The problem global in scale. But at least with MJ as governor, maybe we'll get light rail. Mary Jo's my friend. So is Mary Jane. Together we make a spicy brew that combines with the powers of things unexplained to take you to another view. The oceans are rising, the notion of a wave at my door is very real. So don't hesitate, no, no, don't wait. Vote how you feel. I know what I'm gonna do, right in Mary Jo, you too. Great. I also know Mary Jo, and that song is just perfect for her. I think you have another song that addresses the Wisconsin environmental urgency, and would you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I do want to say about the Mary Jo Walters song is that she's still really active in Madison, especially that she's leading in a group called the No F-35s Action Faction. And I love seeing that those initials are AF. For those of us um, on the Internet, some of us know what AF also stands for. But anyway, the No F-35 Action Faction and um, that she's working really hard to keep the these bomber jets out of Madison. So I just wanted to say that. And yes, um, I do have an environmentalist song called Groundbreaking Joy that we're going to play. And I wrote it after going up north to Northland College and playing a show there with my band in 2014. 
and visiting the harvest camp, which was like an Occupy of the, it was like an Occupy movement, but of the North Woods. And it was led by the Lacoudere up there. And um, so we played at this environmentalist college, Ashland, um, in Ashland. And then we went to the harvest camp. And basically, the song is a painting of the day of me and my band members and sitting down by the river and seeing how amazing it is flowing north into Lake Superior and the sounds that it makes and how much it's like a real natural music and breaking the ground literally to get to Lake Superior and how that was going to be ruined by the Gagobic taconite uh, mine that was set to go in at that time, which is why there was a, a harvest camper and Occupy of the North Woods at, uh, up there. And so, yeah, this is called Groundbreaking Joy.
What a wonderful message about Wisconsin. And it seems to me a song like that would have a lot of potential to be used in different environmental groups. I hope that some of our listeners will pick up on that. Yeah, I kind of wrote it as an anthem for the environmental movement in Wisconsin, focusing on lethal mining, specifically the Pinocchio Hills, but all lethal mining, even frac sand mining and pipelines and just all of the horrible ways that the extractive industries um, destroy our state. And where do we go from here? What's the next song? Well, getting back to writing on bike rides, um, in 2008, I helped organize a ride of 35 people from the People's Networking Convention, or the PNC, to the RNC, the Republican National Convention in St. Paul, Minnesota, and we rode together an intentional community for 12 days, uh, sleeping in, we had uh, designated sleeping areas um, because we were 35 people in a bicycle village. And um, I was the thistle growing up through the cracks in the sidewalk, like a weed in the center of this ride. And so um, really, it's kind of like reflecting on the ride after it happened from the perspective of being an organizer and being being who I am. Um, There's a lot of climate catastrophe reference in it. There's also the fact that when you get down to the atomic level, there's more space and everything's more half empty than it is half full. But yet the moon we perceive as full and it's helpful for our social change movements to erase the lines, um, you know, the lines of anger, any kind of thing that could be getting in our way of building solidarity and tapping into a hive mind, which we were really able to do like a flock of birds or a hive of bees on this bicycle ride in 2008. So it's just images from the ride. And um, yeah, it's called Half Full.
empty But then howl at the moon When it's full Cause there I see your face And the moon erases the lines And then we take our hands And touch the That's a beautiful song, too, so I can see why you're drawn to those group experiences. You know, we're not too far past the holidays, and it makes me think of a Christmas song you wrote about a real unusual experience you had. Would you be willing to have us listen to that? Sure, and that's actually going to be one that I'll play live here in the studio. So a few years back, I worked at Centro Hispano of Dane County in youth programs, and a girl in my program wrote a song, and I worked with WYOU, a public television channel in Madison, like community public television, um, to create a video, uh, put the song to her song to music. I wrote a guitar part and we put it together. It was her singing and um, made the video, entered it into a youth contest and she won first prize and it was like a $200 certificate to go to the mall. And this was Westtown Mall right down the street from Memorial High School where I went to high school and this girl at the time that I wrote the song was also, she was attending Memorial High School. So it was like this generational thing and the, and like, this bond with her and then it also is a thing about Christmas and the season and it's called Sugar Plum Dreams.
picturing first world places for our shoe that makes their life a living death. Yes, our shoe that makes their life a living death. Oh, that's wonderful. It's such an atypical Christmas song. I love it. Thanks for singing that for us. My pleasure. Thank you. Now, before we finish, I want to make sure to ask you if there's more that you would like to add about where people can find more of your work. Yeah, for sure. Um, My music website is thistlepatterson.com. That's P-E-T-T-E-R-S-E-N, thistle, like the plant, thistlepatterson.com. And my music is available there. for purchase. And also, um, I the other thing I'd really like to say to our WORT listeners is I'm a musician. I live here in Madison. I really want to play. Um, I'd love to get together and jam. I, I used to have a thorn section. I had thistle and thorns, and it was great. You've heard some of the wonderful musicians today in some of the recordings that I've played with here in Madison. And I'd love to start a band again and play at open mics, jam sessions, and even maybe some of my own shows. Um, So if you're listening and you're a musician and you like what you're hearing and want to collaborate, I, like I said, I would love to start up a thorn section. And my website is thistlepatterson.com. Thank you so much. And I just want to be sure to say it's been such a treat having you here in the studio. And I wish you well in all your future endeavors. Thank you so much, Lucy. And we're going to close out the show with a couple more songs. The first one is called Path, and it's distinctive because it's one of the first songs you wrote before your first bike tour so many years ago. The second one is unusual, too. It's called Bella Chow, which was started in the late 19th century as a protest song with Italian workers. So that's pretty unusual. And it was revived over years. And in particular, during the Second World War, it was uh, sung by the Italian anti-fascist resistance. And I know you do it in Spanish. And there's a little twist to that, if you'll tell us about that. Yeah, sure. I actually am kind of embarrassed because I taught Spanish at the University of Michigan to undergraduates for a long time, and I have a master's degree in Spanish. But I did not notice um, the in this gringa version. Gringa, if those of you who don't know, means is the way that Americans are, or gringo is the way that Americans are referred to by Spanish speakers, especially from Mexico. But um, anyhow, the grammar is not correct, but the the studio recording is so great. Um, There's a nylon string guitar on it that is like a Spanish-styled guitar that Matthew Sanborn added to this recording. So um, for those Spanish speakers out there who hear the grammatical error, um, just forgive the error and uh, enjoy the song. And thank you so much, Lucy, and to WORT for having me here today. It's been a real pleasure.
too many, too, too, too many. Too many, too many, too, too, too many. Too many, too many, too, too, too many. Too many. happy to say our sound engineer just uh, informed us we have a few more minutes and I know there's one other song that you have that's really a favorite of mine would you talk a little bit about Warriors Lullaby? Sure that's probably the most recent song that I've written on that we're featuring today on WORT and as you know, I love street theater I love activism I use I weave a lot of um, activist themes and also um, imagery about uh, environmental destruction and climate change specifically in this song. And um, also it it's reminiscent of a childhood lullaby, winkin', blinkin', and nod, that my pastor, the pastor of Advent Lutheran Church actually over on the far west side of Madison, taught me when I was a teenager. And I was thinking about that lullaby when I wrote Warrior's Lullaby, um, and yeah, I just it's just a song that I've written, I think, in the last couple of years. So thanks. What was I thinking when I spoke the truth in a world swimming in lies? Did I think a boat would come to carry me through, or a bird would take me a flight? The sun above sucks the waters dry. Only salt remains of tears, and though it hurts to put my face up to the Ship across the skies Stars and moon are your peaceful cocoon Cradling you through the dark night And where would I be without friends like you The ones who dare to hear my cry We'd come to know the green world Through a warrior's lullaby The earth and sky Speak to me of rain That washes us all away Last night I had a vision that sustains My warrior's Across the skies Stars and moon are your peaceful cocoon Cradling you through the dark night However many fish you find Nothing will stop the power of light Rays of gold beam down upon the earth Leaving our floors cracked and dry
sleep, sleep, sleep through the night. Steer your ship across the skies. Stars and moon are your peaceful cocoon, cradling you through the dark night. Singing a warrior's lullaby. This is my warrior's lullaby. Once again, Thistle, thank you so much for joining us today. And everyone, thanks for listening to Access Hour on WORT. This has been Lucy Kilpatrick. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. You are listening to the Access Hour here on WORT. The Access Hour is WORT's commitment to community access to the airwaves. For this hour, we have turned the airwaves over to a member of the public. The views expressed on the Access Hour do not represent the views of the station, its staff, programmers, or the board of directors. This is William Burroughs, and you are listening to WORT in Madison, Wisconsin.
We made our winter pledge drive goal with a little leftover to spare. Thank you so much. We are busy processing credit cards, preparing thank you gifts, and working through the avalanche of pledge forms that are a sign of a successful pledge drive. We have a request. Due to concerns about coronavirus and the age and health of some WORT volunteers and donors, we ask that you mail us your pledge payment. Or you may fulfill your pledge online at wortfm.org. Please leave a comment that your donation is to fulfill your winter pledge. We would also appreciate if you could wait until after April 15th to pick up your thank you gifts. The new hoodies will not be here before that date and concerns about the virus spreading might have lessened. If you need to make other arrangements, please contact Susan at 608-256-2001. Thank you for all the pledges that need processing. We couldn't do it without you.